0: Welcome to the family with
1: Hackmaster Raftery Basham, MD.
2: Alex Mapp, Brad Rasmussen, co-host Catherine Brandt,
0: and Andy Mark Bernard, and we will have Kristen Burt joining us next with the family. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant. So, what's the latest? Oh, well, latest is we're representing people who are injured through no fault of their own. Uh, people come to us. We talk to them about what their rights are. We talk to them about things that you know adjusters would call them up and ask them about, and we represent people in order to get them justice for the injured. Yeah, Joe and I have both been president of the trial lawyers for the state, so we talk to people about all sorts of issues. The consultation is always free, and that's what we do. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant. Dougie, what's happening to my favorite Nissan stores? Well, a lot, actually. Last month, Dan Resch and the Burnsville team finished number one in the state, and the month before, J-Lo and the Coon Rapids team took the top state spot. KQ listeners. Yeah, I've had to explain what a pair of choppers means to some of the staff. Anyway, this month, we want to talk about a couple killer finance deals on 2020 Muranos and 2020 Rogues. Read this. This month, at Walzer Nissan and Burnsville and Coon Rapids Nissan, get 0% financing for 60 months on a brand new Rogue or 0% for 72 months on a brand new Murano. Wow. Zero for 72 months on a Murano? Yeah, I don't remember the last time we did that. Yeah, I don't remember the last time the bikes beat the Packers either. Yeah, too soon. But wait, there's more. Not only do you get 0% on Rogue and Murano, but you also get Walzer Care. It's a 10 year, 150,000 mile powertrain warranty, and it's absolutely free, but only at Walzer, Nissan, in Burnsville and Coon Rapids, Nissan. That is a wrap. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Kristen Burke joins us. How are you doing, young lady?
3: I'm great. How are you?
0: Marvelous, but I have to read you a list. I haven't read it to the family yet. Have you seen this list of what several NFL players said about what we is a protesting? What,
2: what we,
4: we is a protesting? protesting?
0: That's, well, that's today, a quote, by the way. Today. So, several of the NFL players, have you seen this, Kristen? I haven't. Oh God! You got, you got to, the, it. This is—I haven't. I've only seen two of them, and I already can't wait to see the rest of them. You ready? This will only take about three minutes. Okay, you ready? Okay. In a recent polling of 585 NFL players, there are what 32 NFL teams, so I actually would be more like 1,600 players in the NFL. So it was about about a third of them, okay. a little more than a third, about about 35 four thirty seven 37 percent, something like that. Uh, in a recent polling of 585 NFL players, nearly all of them were unsure of exactly what they are protesting. They don't know why they kneel. They're just being told to kneel
4: because I'm paying you
0: $15 million. Uh, $1.9 on average, by the way. The yeah. average player makes $1.9 bucks a yeah. year. So you ready for, you ready for some, uh, some statements here, Kristen?
3: Go right ahead.
0: Okay, here we go. Why are you protesting? What are you protesting by kneeling during the National Anthem? I'm pretty sure it's against the Nazis, especially the white ones. Um, okay, <laughs> that's a direct quote, by the way. Hmm. We're protesting America becoming capitalistic instead of equal. Hmm. Becoming capitalist. Yeah, I think we've been capitalist for quite a while. And
1: <laughs> yeah, we've been equal forever.
0: I'm protesting against Trump saying black lives don't matter i don't think he said that <laughs> i'm pretty sure he never said that uh we're against global warming and the police
2: we're against global warming they're against global warming and
0: every cause, they just pick a random thing that they've heard on the news we're showing the world that we care about uh things such as uh such as uh freedom of suppression Freedom of, freedom, freedom of suppression.
2: Freedom
0: <laughs> of suppression. Now there's a cow okay. I can get behind. Well, yeah.
2: nobody likes to be suppressed.
4: <laughs>
0: Do you well, like to be suppressed, Kristen? No, I can suppress whoever I yeah, want. Yeah, I can suppress
2: anybody. I feel no. like me down.
0: So you don't you don't like being suppressed? No,
2: who
0: would? Yeah, you're right. I've only got four left, five left. Me and my fellow players are protesting the Constitution of Independence because of what it does to people of color.
2: Constitution, the of, Constitution Independence.
0: of Independence. Mm. There you
2: go. The Declaration of Independence and the Constitution wrapped up in mm-hmm. one. They're the Same thing.
4: I
0: got to save this one for last. There's one I got to skip over. We are protesting Trump because he, you know, keeping the black man down. Of course. Myself is kneeling to show that just because I'm American don't mean I got to act like one. <laughs>
2: <What>? <laughs> yeah. Oh <my>
0: God. <laughs> what? These are people making $2 million a year. I want to act Taiwanese, David. Yeah,
3: but this this shouldn't surprise you at all, because this is everyone who's out on Twitter with the same grammar and language. These are people who are holding office. Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Nothing to do with the NFL.
4: No, no. no, I I bet if you interviewed 100 of the top politicians in the country about what exactly, like specifically, numbers, statistics, what needs to be fixed zero of them
0: would be able to tell you. That's very true.
5: Agree. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: Okay, now here's a very important one. This is very important. So pay attention. Why are you taking a knee before the NFL games? This player said, and I quote, we are displaying our right to stand up by kneeling. (laughs) (laughs) Well, poetry. I mean. Not wrong. <laughs>
2: not
3: wrong. It's not wrong, actually. Yeah, I know that's not, not
0: It's not wrong, actually. <laughs> Just a
3: convoluted <laughs> way of saying
0: yeah. it. Uh, thank you yeah. to Greg for sending this to me. And uh, uh, by the way, <laughs> all above comments, all of them. All above comments are from National Football League players with four whole years of an American college education. Mm,
5: I think they
3: get. Well, a lot of, let's get yeah. into that. She goes, <laughs> well... Yeah, let's dig into that exactly. <laughs> let's dig into that because that is uh, taking people and passing them through, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm, you know, and not getting giving them an education. I think some of them would probably like to get an education, but they're very. You know, the joke of, like, rocks for jocks, of, like, taking Geology 101? Yeah. There's a reason that that stereotype exists. And right. I, I do think, especially when they make so much money and then they come out on the other side, and especially for NFL, you can have a very short career, you can wind up with CTE. What do you do? How are you making your money? Not everyone gets a lucrative broadcasting job.
0: Uh, what are you talking about? What is, was that a shot? <laughs>
3: Well, no, you know, a lot of them, you know, the lucky ones wind up on Monday Night Football and get a great job. Yeah, that's true. And, you know, have a a career for another 25 years post NFL. But a lot of athletes wind up struggling and not knowing what to do and don't have that longevity in the career and then they burn through their money. Mm -hmm. And we hear these really sad stories. Um, And I wish that NC, uh, I wish that uh, college football along with NFL, set these people up for success for the long haul. Yeah. But they're only in it to make the money, both both organizations. No, you're
0: right. You're absolutely right about that. Well,
1: they're they're just, they're throwaways. All these people are throwaway entertainers.
0: That's what the, that, in essence, that's
1: our society said that oh you don't matter we don't care about your head we don't care about your physical well being hey, you burn through your money that's fine you just throw away oh you're done in four years oh, we'll get another one another people can't can't wait to get up come up from nothing mm-hmm. to try to do what you do to make one point nine million dollars average I mean you most of these people where they grew up you know that well I. I grew up in Western Pennsylvania. A large number of football players came from Western Pennsylvania. I know, you know where a lot of those came from from very simple means. Yeah, at 1.9 million per year, that, that adds up. But that, we don't mm-hmm. care. We don't care as a society. That we still support this.
0: Yeah, I understand that completely. It's 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 really. I don't and the CCE thing. I don't know if I, if I had a, a child, I don't know
3: if I would want to put them in you know football oh God, because. No. The outcome for a lot of these players is just
0: tragic. You know, I remember, to tell you the truth, Kristen, I wish you could have met my mother, Toots. She would have loved her. But she told me when I was, let's see, I must have been 14 years old. I wanted to play football at North High School, and she said, there is no way I'm letting a bunch of kids blast you in the head like that. It ain't going to happen. I'm not going to sign so you can play football.
1: What a smart woman. She what a
0: smart her time. woman. She was, she was like 50 years ahead of her time is what she yeah. was. She said, no way are you going to play football.
1: Yeah. Well, my son-in-law my son-in-laws had closed, closed head injuries. Oh, playing really? sports playing sports yeah he's got the two little boys he's already said no way are they playing football yeah. oh, no no, no, my, no snowflakes
2: chance my children won't play hockey or football
0: do you guys think yeah. that football will even exist in another 25 years
1: oh oh sure you oh, think so oh, really oh, yeah we love this gladiator sport my... oh we love people getting hurt and seeing them carried off like that oh it is just it is it is really kind of sad Come it's on. A, it's a pathetic even kind I of enjoy Super
3: Bowl.
0: Yeah. You do? Yeah, it's because you're a boozer, I, though.
3: No, it's because I like chips and dip, and you can have, like, 16 kinds of dips.
0: You're <laughs> funny, because you just went, no, I'm not a booze hound. You, you weren't even offended by that.
3: No, <laughs> no, I'm not. That's the like It's so far from who I am. I can go. I, I'm so, we have so much alcohol in our house. My husband and I were trying to take an inventory. I'm like, we can't even have a party because of COVID right now, and I thought... My goodness, we can go, like, we can have a bottle of wine just sitting there for six months and we haven't touched it.
4: Yeah, yeah. we're the same way. We got some booze in there oh, that's yeah. got to be six, oh, yeah. seven years old. Yep, that's right really. yeah. or two. Yeah. Yeah. Just getting yeah. good. We just, yeah. <laughs> well... I know. Goes I'm like. Well. I should look at how yeah. long some how of long these, these things last. last. I had yeah. a giant
2: bottle of Saint Germain that was probably like eight years old, and I was like, "This." The one yeah, Michael gave us goes
0: bad. No, the tequila, he gave right? us.
2: Yeah, tequila. Which I don't even know what happened to that.
0: <laughs> I don't either. The, the, you don't know what happened to the tequila.
2: No, because I don't. You I don't, don't drink. drink when I babysit. Go, I was it. <laughs> <da, da, da, laughs> well, there you go.
0: She drank it. I'll do it. Were you rocking out? That's what I want to know. Pretty much.
4: Well, I'm There's lucky no because I have a physiological it. mechanism that stops me from drinking too much. It's called the vomit reflex. <laughs> <laughs> it's There'll
5: be
0: no vomiting for you. Vomiting. No vomiting too for much. you. That's all I'm saying. That's all there is to it. So basically, we need to take a break here. we come back. But I, I, I noticed now, and it makes me sad. I cannot tell you how sad this makes me, Kristen Burt. Oh it, lo- it looks like a... At least a thousand theaters in America might close forever. I'm not surprised. Oh, not surprised at all. Oh, that makes me. The regal cinemas, it looks like they're, they're history. They might come back, but I, I don't know. I don't know if that's going to happen. But we got to talk about that. And it all started because what, what movie was going to come out? Oh, was, was it a James Bond movie?
3: No Time to Die, and then uh, The Batman just moved. Disney yeah. moved most of their movies uh, all to
0: 2021. Oh, God, it's crushing these theaters. It just makes me sad because we, Catherine and I still love, we went to the Southbridge Crossing Cinema. There were about 10 people in the theater, socially distanced. It was so much fun that nobody was on their phone, nobody was talking, nobody was being an a-hole. Yeah. It was wonderful. Well, but not they
3: can't ha- thrive.
0: No. It's, no,
3: people in the theater
0: either. You need a holes in the theater to thrive. You need a holes in the theater. It's <laughs> yeah, always a- Well,
4: it was it was a habit, and now it's not, so people take it more seriously.
0: I'll close with this, Kristen. This is going to really surprise you. But about twenty years ago, I was in a movie theater, seeing a movie, and uh, there were three young guys, they're probably 20, 21 years old. Three of them in the front row, that talking in full voice for about ten minutes, just fully. Yeah, what do you think of this? Right, so far, yeah, they're talking like that, right? So I literally stood up and said, hey, shut the F up. And they came and threw me out of the theater. <laughs> they did. They came and got me and threw me out. So there you go. We'll be back. More with Kristen Burt right after this. Tom Bernard here with CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilsky. Great to have you here, Michael. Thanks, Tom. Always a pleasure to be with you. One thing we keep talking about is that North American Banking Company is a community bank. Why is that important?
1: Well, two things. First, as a locally owned and operated bank, we move quickly for our customers when it matters most. You're not waiting for a loan decision to come out of state or making the decision right here at your home. Secondly, our customers appreciate the fact that we get to know them and understand their goals. For many of our customers, we're coaches, mentors, and sometimes sounding boards for their ideas. It's hard to get that from a big bank, but it's something we do just because it's Tuesday.
0: Now well, that sounds like a great way to do business. All of our
1: employees are working to help meet your business needs. It's
0: how we create loyalty. Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. <laughs> dumping candy all over the place. I do inspect it. I was <laughs> dumping the candy <laughs> because I'm looking for more Rolos for wine bucket.
2: Wine bucket. Oh. That's me oh, yeah, and Kristen. Only
0: one more. Here's two yeah. more already. I, I heard all some of the rollos.
2: Oh my God. Listen to these Rolos. I asked him for Rolo. one thing Another and then he rolls. A <laughs> bag of candy turns into a giant <laughs> yeah, really. fist fight. Something We're fist fighting changed. over a candy like, bag. What do what you do think of that? happening?
0: We're battling it out over Rolos.
2: My dad has a giant.
3: It sounds like
0: roll-up, roll up. That's what it
4: sounds like on our end, <laughs> too. It's what it
2: is. That's what's happening.
3: No, <laughs> oh, so I it asked for
0: My
2: dad has a giant bag of Halloween candy that he eats when he's here. I do not. <laughs> okay. Um, for how few people Rollo's. are in the studio that Rollo's. eat it, it goes away quickly.
0: Yes. There are other people coming in during the middle of the night.
3: I wanted to ask Kristen the about janitorial. there's some yeah. sort of blow-up with Dancing with the Stars.
0: Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, that's right.
3: This was hilarious last night. Oh, so the boy. The show's going on, and it, the show was actually really good. It went very smooth, you know, Tyra finding her rhythm as the new host. And in the last few minutes, this is when they start calling out couples, and they're saying, so-and-so, you're safe. They leave the stage. So they get down, and they get down to um, possibly, I'm going to say, like the last... Four couples, the last three couples. And they go, oh wait, we made a mistake. Monica and Val, you are not safe. And oh. um, Anne and Keo, you are not safe. But there are three couples and the other two couples are safe, so there's this all this chaos. They are running out of time, because remember, this is a live show. And so uh, Tyra's like, there's a, there's a problem in the control room. Every, every, there's just total chaos. And you know, again, Tyra's just finding her rhythm. This has never happened in the show. You don't have someone like Tom Bergeron at the wheel who has, you know, hosted thousands and thousands of hours on the air. So she's just trying to, like, go along. You know, the director's in her ear. They get Monica and Val back. You have Annie Keo. And then the judges have to go and pick who they're going to send home. So that adds another layer of a time suck. And, you know, and Derek's going, well, I think. And and Tyra's like, you got to go. You got to go. We're running out of time. They're yelling in my ear. So, he, you know, they, they picked the couple that's going to go home, and that was Anne Hage and, and Kiyo who who is her dancing pro. But they have never, even on Good Morning America, I thought they would explain it. There was no explanation at what the technical glitch was. It seems that she was handed the wrong cards, but where did it go wrong behind the scenes? Because this is an FCC regulated show, it is a competition show. Um, so, did someone put the cards out of order? Did someone miscalculate the final tabulations? I'm just kind of waiting for that explanation on ABC, but it led for it, it was a really dramatic moment on the show. It was hilarious to watch because everyone was just like, "What is happening? And, and why is this happening live on TV? And how are we going to handle this and get out on time?"
0: Well, how did they handle it and get out on time?
3: They they just managed to get the the judges to just shut up. <laughs> tell tell them who they wanted really to, uh, to be sent home, and out they went. But uh, can they I, handle I, the next presidential round- debate? Oh my gosh, you know what, it was just as dramatic as last week's presidential (laughs) debate. Which now is like a distant memory because we've had 18,000 other things happen in the news cycle since the the debate a week ago. That's true. Yeah.
0: God, I tell you what, Kristen, you you want to do yourself a favor, don't look at the newspapers today. Don't look online.
3: Yeah. What is today different than yesterday or over the weekend or...
0: Whether it's the the arrogance of Donald Trump talking about, ah, don't worry about COVID, or Joe Biden kissing ass on people of color, it's just, these two, this is what we got to choose from, Kristen, and I blame you. <laughs> uh,
3: totally my
0: fault.
3: <laughs> <laughs> totally- uh, listen, I, my dad sent me some, like, insane theory about California and Governor Newsom that he didn't even, he couldn't even source it. He must have been watching, you know, Fox News, and I was I I didn't even respond to it because I'm like, where do I go with this? He's like, you're never going to get out of quarantine. I was like. He's right. Oh, and he was just saying, I mean, but we're free to move around. I'm like, do you think I'm just sitting in my house waiting for something to happen? I can go to a restaurant. I can, you know, I go to set a couple days a week. I drive my car around. I'm moving around. So it's just really funny. But I, I think that, you know, certain aspects of the media portray California as, this total dumpster fire and don't get me wrong there are some elements of dumpster fire here but I'm i'm not sitting in lockdown in my house like we were the first two weeks of march totally different
0: i will tell you as a father and my son and my daughter are here that you will always be his baby girl so just accept that
3: but so why did he have to send me conspiracy theories? That
0: because he's polls? worried about you. Oh he's God. concerned. He wants you to move back to Boston.
3: My mom constantly
2: sends me. He doesn't live in Boston. <laughs> he, was, he moved to Florida.
0: Oh, then he wants you to move to Florida to be <laughs> with him.
2: My mom constantly sends me weird things from Twitter, and I'm like, Mom. <laughs> <laughs>
3: is Leave me alone. <laughs> I don't want to
0: hear it. Leave me alone. <laughs> Catherine, <laughs> Catherine,
3: you pick up the most interesting things on Twitter and respond to them, and I'm always like, where did I, know. I don't it's know. Very weird. I follow
2: strange people, I guess. You're yes, oh, a strange people. I was supposed
0: to ask you, Catherine, about this. Several listeners said, You know your buddy Paul McCuririo? And I said, Yeah. He said, He's going after Trump like he's psychotic. Yeah. And he knows I'm not on Twitter, but he said, just Apparent- ask Catherine to read it to you.
2: Yeah, apparently he uh he had COVID.
0: Paul did? Yeah,
2: like a bad case of it. I mm-hmm. didn't know that. And also because he hadn't been working for so long because right, he worked in Manhattan. Right, yep. And so he's, uh, he's he's a little pissed. About what? Oh, the world, I would say, at large. Yeah. So he's, he's Why is
0: he going after Trump?
2: Because of COVID. Oh, oh it's not bad. <laughs> no, this was before he's never then. F- he feels better than he did 20 years ago. That's because
0: That's he said, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so he's on steroids. That's because he's on Hey, I feel great. I'm yeah. a non I mean, I, mean, I, it is,
3: I think any family that has gone through a serious case of COVID or lost a loved one, I think some of the comments seem definitely seem flippant and callous. Um, yeah. I follow Amanda Clute. She lost her husband Nick Cordero, who had no underlying conditions, was 41. It's you know their their child just turned one. And I was like, just there's a lot of sadness. I there.
2: was just looking at her Instagram like. Right oh. before this. Well, how
0: is that his fault?
2: Well, no, she was just talking about how, because Trump said, like, don't let it scare you. Don't let it get you down. And she's like, my husband died. I guess we let it get no, us no, down. No, no, no.
0: That's not who he's talking to. He's talking to no, the average person. Why don't people understand he's that?
2: He's talking to everybody. Like, don't let it yeah, get yeah, you down. No. She's like, I, well, is I killed that, my husband. How is so. that any
4: worse than someone saying, you know, motorcycles aren't that dangerous. I ride one every day. Motorcycles exactly. are more likely to kill you per ride than if you get COVID. But you know so. that, Rick.
3: If I hop on a motorcycle, I know the risk. I'm wearing a helmet because there's a possibility of a head injury if I get into an accident. COVID is invisible, so I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know who's going to give it to me or not give it to me, and I don't know how my body's going to react to it. Mm -hmm. I may be asymptomatic, I may have mild symptoms, or I'm in the hospital being intubated.
1: Uh, I, but no, you can say the same thing about a motorcycle. You don't, you never see that car that hits you.
5: Yeah.
3: But no, you so, can just not yeah. get on a motorcycle. Well, yeah. But cars I know the risk. in general. Yeah. Then, I, you know... I don't get on a motorcycle. You, you know what I'm saying?
2: Right. Like, I like, I would I... never ride a motorcycle because of the risks of riding a motorcycle. Well, well, you're a big it's like you can't, there's a yeah. risk that you, so my risk of dying on a motorcycle is zero because I will never ride one.
1: Yet you right. don't, you don't care about influenza. And you have a great risk of dying I do from care inf- about influenza. But but, the, I do. but but that same thing. It's the same virus. It's the same kind of thing. You can't see it. You don't know. You don't know how sick you're gonna get. You don't know if you're gonna get sick <laughs> if you've had the immunization or not. Are flu and you jokes
4: offensive? And if, because... you, and if
1: you don't know you're going to get sick, you don't know if you're gonna die. And people who with on no underlying conditions who are not elderly die from influenza every single year. In fact in fact, in 2018, the CDC estimated up to ninety-five thousand people died from influenza that was 2018 2019 over a six-month period there you have well, we've it we've had
3: over but covid then is over two hundred thousand. that's over
1: 000. That's where our,
3: Crisis 000 so are we calling this like it's a super
0: virus but, for sure but, in but comparison to the flu
1: it still hasn't surpassed the per capita death rate for the 1957
0: flu that's correct yeah
4: well i mean even if it had it's still you know like is it okay to make a joke about a virus? Because every virus kills people, you know? Even the littlest viruses have killed someone out there. But he
2: wasn't making a joke. He was just saying, like... I think... I mean, if I... If Dan had died of COVID, I think I would have been real pissed off about what Donald Trump said. Because I'd have been like, it killed my husband, and he's saying he feels better than he did 20 years ago, and don't let (laughs) it get you down? Like, that's complete (laughs) And also...
3: Care. It's just a complete disregard for the I fact disagree. that it's. I'm also going to say that the president, of course, gets top notch care, and not everyone, yeah. who right, especially right. got COVID early on, got top notch care. We <clears> do <throat> you know that there was a lot of issues. They didn't have. Now they have a better grasp on on some of the medications that will, you know, get the, get people out of the hospital faster or not even have to be hospitalized. Mm-hmm. However it's not fair when we also have a healthcare battle in this country
5: <laughs>
3: to say like we're great i'm fine of course he's fine he is. we're going to try and keep the president alive because it's in everyone's best interest whether right. you like him or not
0: <laughs> we got to take a break here but i will quote my uncle ted when i was a little oh, boy goody. when my uncle ted said tommy i opened up the window and influenza <laughs> I as a kid thought that was the funniest thing I've ever heard in my life. Oh my I thought God. that was hilarious. We'll be right back more with Kristen Burch. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. I wonder happened. why that is. Got, Kristen got disconnected. Maybe my Uncle Ted hung up on her.
2: Ted. <laughs>
0: Except for Ted's been dead for many he years. He probably rebel. Dead. Ted's dead. Oh. You guys are... Now, uh, Catherine, did you ever, No, you never did meet Ted, did you? He was already dead before, I think.
5: I'm, maybe once. I don't once? think you did. Maybe yeah, once. Maybe once yeah, you did. Maybe
0: once. My mother's brothers both died very young. One was murdered and the other one died very young. Just the way it was.
2: You, you know, know, when men were men. When men
0: <laughs> were men and got murdered by being thrown off of tall buildings, <laughs> things like that. Oh, you mean he jumped? No, he got thrown <laughs> off. He did not jump. <laughs> I'm here to tell you he didn't jump. Oh, and oh. the saddest thing about it is, oh, so my mother's wringing her hands. And, and I, I was the only one home with my mother when she got the call that her brother had been murdered. Oh, God. And the, the the princess phone was swinging back and forth because she screamed and dropped the phone. Oh, yeah. oh, and it would oh. swing back and forth because remember they used to hang on the wall? Yeah. And it would swing back and forth. I'm looking wow. at it going, what's that all about? That's That's really weird, you know. And then I realized that you know I was 13 at the time when he, when he was killed, and then the big discussion. Well, what are we going to tell Mom, Minnie, my grandmother? And they decided, well, we're just going to have to tell her he slipped in the tub. You should have seen this guy. If he slipped in the tub, man, he must have been about 50 feet tall because of the damage done to him.
3: I don't understand. Yee. I don't understand. The go-to thing is to lie yeah you All just right, well, I tell right.
2: i mean people will you ever accept been around it. my family <laughs> yes people <laughs> that, will not and that's why i don't
3: you, understand my go-to they, thing is to lie
1: there was a there was a reason why <laughs> the reason, say it. there's a reason why her brother ended up the way he did because there, 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 there's there's a history yeah. there
0: you know they don't throw you off the building for no reason <laughs> that's, that's right. true
3: not generally
0: kristen you want to hear about my uncle being murdered <laughs> <laughs> uh,
3: That. that's Yeah. Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday.
0: I can. Did you hear the part? Well, you heard the part of. That was my Uncle Ted. His younger brother, Augie, was the one that was thrown off a building and killed. But here's the best part. Terrible. Okay, I want you to picture this one. Okay, you ready? Yeah. My Uncle Augie was a very handsome guy who was about 6'3, 6'4, something like that. Never worked a day in his life, but he had a, a car and a driver. And we never understood where that all came from as a kid. He never goes to work, Mom. Why does your brother never go to work and yet he has a, a car with a driver? He
5: was dealing with drugs. Oh, he up. was not
0: dealing with drugs, no doubt about that. But, so he gets thrown off a building to his death, right? And then when they go to bury him, there was no money because my family was extremely poor. And there was no money to bury him properly. So I go to his funeral and the casket, now remember he's 6'3" at minimum maybe even six four i go to his funeral and he's in like this five foot casket and i'm thinking what the hell what they said well it's the only one we could afford it was like this wooden five foot casket right and i said well what how did that work and i found out later they cut his legs off at the knee and tucked him up under his waist. That's how they fit no. him in the casket.
2: Okay. They
0: cut his legs off. Wow! And fit him like lodged him into the casket. <laughs> like Jesus, they
3: dismembered brother. him.
0: They dismembered him so they could bury him in a cheap casket. <laughs> so, oh, so I'd like to point out to these oh. bastards uh, in, in Washington D.C. There are a lot of very, very poor people out there that uh, that are white that need your help too. So let's not just keep blowing by all those honkies, okay? They're destitute and they need your help,
1: Kristen. there. She, there that that's the scene that you write this. Write the screenplay. Make the movie. That's your your ticket out of
0: this house. Ticket out. Augie the Handsome. He was five feet tall when he died. (laughs) Augie. Poor. I
3: love that name. Oh, you'd have loved him. Um, his, um, his uncle was named Augie too, and I was like, that's such a great name. It needs to make a comeback." Yes. The gal that I know two Augie's. Except, Except
2: that we have an Augie
3: strip club in downtown Minneapolis, and that's, that's
0: all. Anybody not a I, know. Strip club, I know. It's just a bar. Fun's
2: one of Fun's little friends is named Augie, and I used to nanny a little boy named Augie.
0: Tony Lee's son's name is Augie.
2: There you go. That Coming back. Name.
0: It's a great name. One is, uh,
2: one is August, and one is Augustus. And they both
0: go by on. But odds. the only problem with Augie is there were three kids in my mother's family, and my grandmother was very Catholic. So my mother's name was Theophila, which is Greek for the love of God.
2: For the love of love God. God. Her, yeah, her brother's <laughs> oh, name was,
0: was Theodore, which is the love of God. And then there's Augie. And then there's Augie. <laughs> so you got love of God, love of God, Augie.
2: Actually, Augie. The August, that I know yelled at me for saying, for the love of God, once.
0: Mm. Well, see, so there you go.
2: Maybe it's him. Might I was at him. his house, and Fawn was jumping off of their furniture, and I went for the love of God. And he goes, don't say the Lord's name in vain. And I was like, okay. Oh, where are you <laughs> hanging out? <laughs> so I was oh, I don't, like, okay. Oh, don't know. Sorry, Augie.
5: We
1: need a ruling on that. We need a priest. Is that blasphemy? I don't think it is. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs>
0: We're going to have to work it out. I don't
2: know. But I remember <laughs> oh, I was like, Help. he yelled at me. He's eight, and he yelled at me.
0: <laughs> no, Christy, did you grow up Catholic? I did. Yeah, because I was going to say you grew up in Massachusetts. Everybody in Massachusetts is Catholic. <laughs>
3: they are, and my mother came from is the oldest of six kids, so there were big families. Oh yeah. My husband is very Catholic. He's one of seven.
0: I'm one of seven. Wow. Very Catholic.
1: So, That's true. Yeah. How true. Div- so, uh, when was the last time you were at confession?
0: <laughs> oh <laughs> oh
1: that's just that's just below mortal. That's just below <laughs> laughing at that. Just oh, below mortal, it. Kristen.
3: I am a, a lapsed Catholic and I've been a lap Catholic. My mother said that um, once I got confirmed, when I got confirmed at sixteen, I was allowed to do whatever I want and choose my religion. And I was like, bye. <laughs> so I was out. Um, of course I marry into the most Catholic family. And um, I was laughing because once, if you come from a large family, usually by kids six and seven, things get a little bit looser and they forget about things. My husband never got confirmed for some reason, and his mother really wanted him to get confirmed, so he got confirmed like two years ago.
1: Oh, oh so, so, so sweet of him. That's yes. very
0: nice. It yeah. is indeed. So how, how are they? how is Massachusetts going to handle, uh, you know, the, though Joe Biden is Catholic himself, how are they going to handle the way the, the Democrats are treating Catholics now? That's got to be a little tough for them to handle, isn't it?
3: You you know, I don't know, just because I haven't lived in Massachusetts so long, and I think it's much more diverse than it was when I was growing up. Because even when I was growing up, there was still the legacy of the Kennedys. Like, you always felt that you lived under that umbrella still. And I don't feel like the legacy of the Kennedys um, exists anymore. In fact, one of the Kennedys just lost their race for Congress. Yeah, they did. Yeah. So it's interesting to see that shift um, and that, you know, JFK. JFK, and of course, had JFK Jr. lived, I think it would have been a much
0: different situation. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, you might be right about that.
1: You know, I, I think that the uh, nation's royalty, which w- which were the Kennedys, has shifted to
0: uh, entertainment and yep. particularly Hollywood. Totally. Yeah, Our they're princess
3: big Hollywood. Meghan Markle and Prince Harry, they are here in the state. Oh
0: God, I hate that woman so much I can't even tell you.
3: Why? Oh my god, her Her constant
0: running her mouth. Now she's saying that the royal family's racist. Of course she is.
3: (laughs) Well, she got treated, she got a horrible treatment from the British media. That is not equal to what William and Kate got. Completely different. And there were racist undertones in their coverage. When, by the way, Prince Andrew was an associate and a good friend of Jeffrey Epstein, and he doesn't even get that. I know, isn't that
0: amazing?
3: So, let's call it what it is. That's you don't because have to agree Harry's with a megan does, but <laughs> let, let's talk about let's talk about Prince Andrew because she's the one who's the problem in the family.
0: Well, you got that right. There's no doubt about that. So, I don't know. It's going to be pretty interesting to see what happens, but this whole deal, if my mother heard them talking about Catholics because she was not an extreme, I mean she was very Catholic, but she was not that charismatic Catholic or whatever the deal is with the people that. Uh, I don't know. They got all these special magic tricks in part of the Catholic Church that I never knew magic about, tricks. and I grew <laughs> up Catholic.
5: <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking
0: about? This whole deal about you can come back. Well, let me put it this way.
5: <laughs> he doesn't even know the trick. There's deal about you can come back. <laughs>
0: but yeah, <laughs> come Berg, back.
5: if you walk into
0: my mother's house <laughs> on the living room wall. When I was a kid, there was a picture of the current Pope, a picture of Jesus, a picture of, uh, let's see, the Pope, there was Jesus, there was JFK, JFK, and you know who the fourth one was? Dean Martin. (laughs) Dean Martin! I can't she blame her was for that a one. At nice, all. nice Catholic boy, Dean Martin. Can't oh. have him. She up did there. the rosary every night.
2: Yeah, she oh. said the rosary every I night. Love yeah. it.
0: She did indeed. Pisses me off when people go after Catholics because they're not the kind of Catholics my mother was. As a matter of fact, she went to one of those yeah. charismatic Catholic deals once. Yeah. And in the middle, she goes, oh, What the hell? <laughs> <laughs>
2: don't <laughs> see her being, yeah. she doesn't like, she didn't like anything well, charismatic. I mean, no, <laughs> no
0: it's not. That's very true. The church
3: suffered from the sex abuse case. I think mean, a lot of people, yeah. my family, a lot of my family members left the church over yeah. the sex abuse case. We had a family member unfortunately who was abused and we also yeah. had a priest in our family who was accused. Oh. So, oh, um, oh, yeah, yeah, it's one of those, yeah, I mean, it's, it's one of those that you, and I see the damage done to my family member as a result, so you You know, you you sit there and you get angry. You
0: get angry. Yeah. Yeah. We will close with this because we got to go. (laughs) But I remember somebody, one night we're sitting around, just a bunch of friends playing cards or whatever the hell we were doing. And somebody said, So, Tom, uh, you're Catholic. And I said, yeah, I'm Catholic. He goes, do you have any priests in your family? And my friend goes, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> no, not a lot of priesthood there. No. Apparently, not a lot of priesthood yeah, in no, my, you're in no my priest line.
2: You're no priest <laughs> material.
0: Kristen, you're always a ball to talk to. It always goes way too fast, sister. It does, but
3: I'll be back next
0: week. It sounds yeah. great. We'll talk to you then. Thank you.
3: Thank you. Bye.
0: Talk to you tomorrow with the family.